0: Are you trying to make a better life for yourself and your family by immigrating to Australia? Or are you operating a business that provides aged care services to our valued elderly community members here in Australia? You just can't seem to get enough qualified workers to meet the demand for your services. Well, I'm here to tell you all about the incredible new agreement that could make all your dreams come true. The Australian government recently introduced an aged care industry labour agreement. And this provides a pathway for overseas healthcare workers and aspiring ones to come and work in the aged care sector in Australia. Hi, I'm Rhea Favole, CEO and founder of Salty Migration, providing simple solutions for Australian migration. If you want to work, study, or even just a vacay in Australia and you've come to the right place for expert tips on how to stop the confusion and choose the right pathway for a holiday, student visa, or permanent residency in Australia, join me on Making Australian Migration Easy. As we say in Australia, no worries, mate. Hi there. Welcome to the 15th episode of Making Australian Migration Easy. I'm Rhea Favole, your host and the CEO and principal lawyer from Solvi Migration and a former Australian immigration official. In today's episode, I'm going to break down why this could be one of the best opportunities ever to boost our much understaffed aged care sector and provide a great pathway to aspiring Australian migrants. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how to utilise the new Aged Care Industry Labour Agreement to migrate to Australia as a relevant healthcare worker or as an Australian business that's delivering healthcare services that can hire overseas workers and get the best people for the right jobs once you've understood how to navigate the correct processes to get the benefits of this agreement. And of course, as always, we'll be rewarding our listeners with a thank you bonus towards the end. So please stick with us and sit back and listen to how I'm going to explain the benefits of the new Aged Care Industry Labor Agreement. In last week's episode, I talked about what's known as the state and territory nominated or the skilled independent visa programs. The discussions included what the different types of visas are, some of the pros and cons, and some of the common mistakes to avoid. This week, I want to talk to you about the opportunity for existing and aspiring healthcare support workers and aged care employers or providers utilize the aged care industry labour agreement pathways to help people to migrate to work in the aged care sector, some of the benefits of the streamlined processes, and also some of the concessions. Discussions will include what is the new labour agreement, how can someone migrate under that agreement, and how can businesses who are aged care providers benefit. Australia's borders, as I love to say, they're open and aged care sector needs more qualified migrants. And employers need those workers too. And the new aged care industry agreement might be the ticket to fix that. So today I'm going to explain how you can benefit from this agreement. Let's have a chat and we'll dive down into just giving a broad overview of what that new aged care industry labour agreement is, how someone can migrate under the agreement and how an aged care business or provider can utilise the agreement. So for the first topic this whole entire aged care agreement uh, basically if you're an overseas healthcare support worker you want to migrate to australia you're in luck because a few weeks ago the aged care minister annika wells and the immigration minister andrew giles announced a new aged care industry labor agreement the agreement has been put in place to address ongoing workforce shortages in the aged care sector and to promote retention of good workers in Australia. And as I said, there's been shortages. I've highlighted this in a number of previous episodes. Is a really great solution. Some of the roles that will be included are nursing support workers, personal care assistants, and aged and disability carers. So Australia does have an aging population and we don't have enough people to service the demand. So to get ahead of the competition, let's go through today and look at the aged care industry labour agreement. It may seem like a complicated process, so hopefully this gives you a bit of an overview so you can do a bit more research and understand how you can utilise it either to migrate or as an aged care provider, how you can get the right workers from overseas with a more streamlined process to come and work in your businesses. So working in the healthcare industry in Australia offers a multitude of benefits, such as good wages, job security, and opportunities for professional growth. The industry is constantly growing and evolving, meaning there's always room for advancement and development. Building a career in this field will allow you to work in an industry with first world standards. You'll also get to enjoy a better work-life balance with more vitamin D, barbecues, beaches, gorgeous regional and outback settings, you'll get to interact with a range of people from different cultures nationwide. You'll also be contributing to the lives of aging Australians and reap the benefits for you and your family too. More great news, as I discussed in episode four, visas under this particular agreement fall under the health care which means that they get the fastest processing because there was a ministerial direction to give them priority for processing. So once you're ready to lodge that visa application, you can enjoy priority processing. So if you have healthcare-related skills, this agreement could offer you a two-year pathway to permanent residence. Uh, You'll get streamlined visa processing, as I mentioned, and you don't actually require to have work experience after your qualification. The roles include, as I said, nursing support workers, personal care assistants, and aged and disability carers. So the first thing to understand is whether or not you have the right qualifications that will meet the requirements for visas under this agreement. Most skilled visas, uh, and this is no different, you will require a skills assessment to assess whether or not you meet the correct qualifications and English level standards. So... You'll need to actually have qualifications that are the equivalent under the uh, AFQ, so the Australian Qualifications Framework, of a Certificate 3 or higher, and that will be assessed by the Australian uh, Nursing and Midwifery Accreditation Council or the Australian Community Workers Council. So you'll need to demonstrate that you have English at vocational level. That's a level five. Or if you've got relevant community language skills, for example, you're working in an aged care setting that requires your language skills, let's say you are fluent in Vietnamese and you work in a Vietnamese Australian aged care facility, then you'll need functional English, an IELTS equivalent of 4.5. Once you meet the eligibility, you can apply for a subclass 482, but you will need to have an employer who works in the aged care sector who's already signed on to this agreement after only two years, you can be sponsored for uh, a an employer-nominated subclass 186, which is permanent residency. And it doesn't even need to be with that first employer from the 482. So just to recap that, uh, you'll get access uh, to concessions such as a two-year pathway to permanent residence through the employer-nominated scheme. Um, you'll also get streamlined processing for your visa application. You don't need our work experience after your qualifications. There's concessions if you've got community language skills for where you're going to work. The key application requirements, as I was saying, are at least a Certificate 3 or higher, measured against the Australian qualification framework. And then you need to have your skills assessed either with ANMAC or the Australian Community Workers Association. These will need to be assessed, as I said, against the Australian standards. And you'll also need to meet the English language requirements. There is a concession, though, as I was saying, for community language skills, as long as you need those skills for the aged care setting you're going into. And of course, if you don't yet have the skills, but you're still keen to come to Australia and work in this pathway, you'll need a subclass 500 student visa. And the great news about this is that while you're studying after a recent announcement by the government if you are working in aged care while you are studying at least until the 31st of december this year that's 2023 you won't be subject to the usual work hours limits which are imposed on student visas so they're coming back into effect as of 1 july 2023 and that will mean you can only work up to 48 hours a fortnight however If you are working in a job in the aged care sector, at least until the end of this year, so the 31st of December, um, there won't be any limit on work hours. So you would be able to study full-time towards your Certificate 3 or higher uh, in, in a relevant area of something like individual support or aged care or community services. And then you can work in the aged care sector while you're studying and maybe find someone who Uh, would like to sponsor you under the labour agreement. So Solvi is actually proud to partner with a number of reputable education providers who delivered the required training to meet the requirements of this labour agreement. So please do get in touch with us if you'd like to find out more. Finally, I would like to discuss how aged care employers or providers can access this amazing agreement to fill your workforce shortages with eager new qualified workers. So the first step is going to be that aged care providers will be required to enter into an MOU, that's a memorandum of understanding, uh, with one of the following unions. There's the Australian Nursing and Midwifery uh, Federation, so ANMF or the Health Services Union or the United Workers Union. And then the second step, Once the MOU has been established with one of the approved unions, uh, aged care providers can proceed to preparing an application for the aged care industry agreement with the Department of Home Affairs. So a a great aspect of the agreement is that labour market testing, the Bain LMT requirements, will be considered that you've met them uh, once you have an MOU with a relevant union. Um, And once the agreement has been established, you'll be able to utilise the temporary skill shortage, that's the subclass 482, for occupations, as I've said, nursing support worker, personal care assistant, aged or disabled carers. Also note that the skill and qualification requirements of these will differ from what's outlined in ANSCO. The specific requirements outlined will be determined and and articulated in the labour agreement that you have with the Department of Home Affairs. The annual salary is at least 51222 or the market value, whichever is higher. Uh, and of course, there is further information on these agreements on the Australian Department of Home Affairs website. Um, but the problem is that many people don't know how to fully benefit from the agreement and that the process may seem a little complicated. So that's why I'm here today. I've got over 20 years of Australian government policy experience. And the team and I are happy to help you navigate that. So please don't wait. Book a consultation with me or the team at Solby Migration if you're ready to start the process with the Aged Care Industry Labor Agreement. So just to recap today, I talked about how you can benefit from the Aged Care Industry Labor Agreement. I explained a bit about what that new agreement is, how someone can migrate under the agreement and how an aged care provider can utilise the agreement to employ workers. Thank you so much for your time and attention today. I really appreciate it and I hope it's been helpful for you to hear a little bit about this new and exciting labour agreement and how you might benefit from it. So if you're ready to book a consultation right now, please jump onto our website. That's www.solvimigration.com.au. That's solvymigration.com.au. And as a special bonus, when you go to book that consultation, I would like to offer our valued listeners a $50 discount. So when you go to book that consultation, there's a space for a redemption code and you just need to enter 50 off. That's 50 off and you'll receive $50 off your first consultation to get you started using this fantastic new agreement. Thank you so much for listening. Please do like, subscribe and share and pop in the comments anything else that you would like me to have a talk about in future episodes. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Making Australian Migration Easy with me, your host, Freya Favole. If you're ready to get started on your pathway to Australia, you can book a consultation on our website s-o-l-v-i-migration.com.au that's solviemigration.com.au if you've enjoyed the show and have learned a thing or two please share rate and review our podcast your feedback means the world to us as we try and let more people know the best way to study and work in Australia in a way that sets them up for long-term success thanks for listening and I'll catch you later